You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Thursday. I am Brandon Wilson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. I'm also the founder of Whole9Sports.com where you can find all of my written work today. We'll talk about Gators in the Olympics, what the recent Kemba Walker news means for Trey Mann, and I'll wrap up by talking about some of the Gators' five-star recruiting targets in 2022. Before we get started, just a quick reminder to follow Lockdown Gators wherever you listen to podcasts that you never miss an episode. And also, I've said it before, I'll start again. Um, Next week, I'll be on vacation, so there's going to be new episodes every day, but if there's any news during the week, I'm not going to get to it until I get back. There's only one place to get all the info you need on the SEC five days a week, and that's Lockdown SEC with Chris Gordy of Sports 790. Follow the Lockdown SEC podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. And of course, starting off today's episode, Gators in the Olympics. Um, I would like to point out that I have pretty much always said Florida is the everything school. Um, If you ever needed any further indication or any further proof of that, check out the Olympics. (laughs) Like this gators throughout gators winning throughout too so that's something to be very very thankful for um i know that a lot of people or for a lot of people at least in america it's been difficult to actually watch the olympics just because they're on at like 3 a.m and stuff um i'm up at that time so cool beans but um yeah i know for a lot of americans it's been difficult to watch especially east coast which is of course florida um so been a little bit difficult to watch but i mean it's easy to track it's easy to catch when you can uh if you're up early you can catch some before they end which is usually at about 11 ish a.m or noon uh eastern time of course but the gators have been they've had a strong presence throughout the olympics so far caleb dressel is um what's like what's a good adjective for him uh dominant freaky goat like um uh, caleb dressel for swimming of course if you don't know has five gold medals during these olympics uh he's got 50 free 100 free 100 fly four by 100 free relay and four by 100 medley relay so just pure dominance like it's just and like Swimming is something that Florida has kind of been pretty good at. Like Caleb Dressel has, I believe it's uh, 28 All-American uh, awards or accolades. Like He's been named All-American 28 times, which is the most possible. Um, and yeah, he did it, and he's just a freak. I believe he's a 10-time national champ, too, while we're at it. So just talking about his freakiness he's such a beast um but yeah florida's been typically good at swimming we've produced like ryan lochte guys like that so you know florida really 
the everything school. Again, uh, Bobby Fink is also a Gators swimmer who has gold medals in the 800 free and 1500 free, which like just thinking about the 1500 free, I'm ex- I'm exhausted by it. Like that that's to me absolutely absurd. Um, that's I like, bro. Like I'm I'm at the point where like I get gassed pretty easily. <laughs> like and I get it. These these are Olympic athletes. They're good to go. But like my word, <laughs> like they they are true freaks. Um, other Gators swimmers that also have medals are. Kieran Smith got the bronze medal in the 400 free. Natalie Hines, bronze medal in the 4 by 100 free relay. And th- that wraps up the swimming Gators, at least. Uh, three Gators softball players are on the Olympic team as well. It's Michelle Moultrie, Aubrey Monroe, and Kelsey Stewart. Of course, they lost 2 nothing to Japan. And they got silver medals, which, I mean, hey, <laughs> I'm like second best team in the world in softball. That's cool with me. Like, I'm not, I'm never in my life going to complain about that one. Like, that, that is fantastic. Uh, track and field, Taylor Manson, 4x4, 100-meter relay, uh, bronze medal for Taylor there. And, like, that's just, like, Florida's straight cooking. Like, like that's, that's the best way to say it. Florida is cooking. And I, I think it's amazing to see just because, like, we, like, we don't get the, obviously, obviously, the Olympics is every four years so we don't get to see it a ton but like right now we get to see it like we get to see them absolutely kill it um which i i just love like absolutely love it um so if you're counting florida has seven gold medals three silver medals three bronze medals so a total of 13 medals which actually has us, if my math is correct, at the time of recording this, uh, Florida is still number one for all schools with Olympic medals. Um, that is a beautiful thing. <laughs> that, that is an awesome thing. Stanford second place, Indiana's third, Georgia's fourth, Cal's fifth, Auburn and UCLA are tied for sixth. Um, but Florida is also the only one with five or more gold medals, which is dope. <laughs> um, it, it's just it's a great thing uh you love to see it and like uh, it's just awesome because like we ain't done <laughs> like i can tell you that like florida is not done in the olympics like not done participating and not done meddling like i can pretty much guarantee like honestly by the time this even comes out this could be outdated like that's, <laughs> that that's how prominent the gators are during these olympics and like honestly if by the time this episode drops, I'm wrong, then sheesh, I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally cool with it. Need something to do with your stimulus, tax refund, GameStop, Dogecoin, NIL, bet online, found in the washer machine money? Visit rockauto.com for all of your car parts needs. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate, and the website so so smooth and like it, it's a beautiful thing whether you need brake pads tail lights a hydraulics whatever it is go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or your truck whether it's for your classic or daily driver get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly 
to your door, right? Locked on in your How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know exactly who sent you. That is locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D. Put the space in this one, O-N. And just, just let them know who sent you. They're like, we're here. We're helping out. We love you. Um, of course, today's second segment, uh, this one kind of peeved me off a little bit because it happened so early in the day. Um, if you listened to yesterday's episode, you know that I went through Trey Mann and his uh, Rookie of the Year betting odds, um, which like I was like, okay, like draft happened last week. Free agency is happening now. Let, let's, you know, let's settle. Let's let's uh look into some things let's let's do a little bit of research and then (laughs) kemba walker (laughs) reached kemba walker of course was on the oklahoma city thunder trey man drafted 18th overall by the oklahoma city thunder uh kemba walker earlier yesterday morning reached a buyout agreement with the oklahoma city thunder which awesome for me because then he signed with the new or like he's signing with the new york knicks once he clears waivers and i'm a knicks fan so that's great and i I just love kemba in general so even more dope like that's great um but uh kind of threw a wrench into the whole episode or the whole segment yesterday talking about how trey man would be backing up kemba walker and he's listed as a third string uh behind kemba and that's why I'm not confident in his uh, rookie of the year odds. But Kemba's gone. Uh, that obviously will impact the Trey Man rookie of the year chances because now no more Kemba. Cleared up a lot of minutes, and of course Kemba hasn't really hasn't played for the Thunder. But you get the point. Like that Kemba was expected to take significant minutes. Now not so much. Um, I'm not sure how much it's going to change the betting odds um but it certainly increases his actual chances of winning the rookie of the year um because the door has opened now for trey man of course among other guards in this oklahoma city thunder roster uh to seize not just more minutes not just valuable minutes but one, a lot of minutes. And two, a starting guard spot. Like, that's like, it's a possibility. Now, we know that the Thunder just gave Shea Gilgis Alexander a ton of money. No doubt. And, and like, totally deserved. Don't get it twisted. Totally deserved. Um, but it, it was supposed to be Kemba and Shea as the starting guards. And now Kemba's gone. So could it be Shea and Trey? Trey and Shea? I, I don't know how he'd put it. Like, like you know, Trey Shea. Trey, Trey, however you want to put it. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm cool with either one as long as Trey gets to be a starter or gets significant minutes. And again, that's something that could really happen. Now, like, at the very, very bare minimum, Trey Man, I mean, I don't know if people want to say he deserves whatever, because uh, of course, nothing, like, nothing's owed to you uh, in professional sports or even college sports, but, uh, he should at the very least get valuable bench minutes um because like Kemba's someone who's not amazing on defense to begin with like he's not terrible but he's not amazing on defense to begin with so you're replacing or possibly replacing a heavily offense a heavily uh offensive based guard with defensive uh questions i guess <laughs> 
and you can replace him with a, a primarily have offense heavily based guard with defensive questions. So the door has now swung wide open. Like it it's it honestly not even a door anymore. It's been blown completely off the hinges like Trey Mann, legitimate rookie of the year candidate, assuming that he picks up the minutes that he I mean probably should be picking up here like that's that's a huge thing like Kemba Walker by the way like I again absolutely hate that it just completely like literally just took my segment yesterday and just punted it um (laughs) just absolutely like killed it um but I'm fine with that trade-off of Kemba and the Oklahoma City Thunder uh, demolishing my segment if it means Trey Mann has a better shot at winning Rookie of the Year. Like, you know, given to, everything's a give and take. This, I win this trade if, if Trey Mann at least gets valuable starting minutes. Like, I'm talking, or valuable minutes. I'm talking if Trey gets 18 minutes per game. I'm cool with it. Like, I'm cool with you destroying my segment. But if he gets less, I will fight everyone in that Oklahoma City Thunder organization. Uh, that That's that's about where I'm at with them now. Like, I'll let you know that. But Trey, again, could seize a starting guard spot in Oklahoma City, which would be amazing because uh, I've often spoken about how basketball, like, you can draft guys pretty early on. Like, you could draft, like, a guy in the top 10 and kind of be like, well he's not going to be great for a couple years. Like he's not going to get significant minutes for a couple years. This Oklahoma city thunder team is bad. Like, and Trey 18th overall could get significant minutes early on. And that immediately makes him a fantastic value pick. And if you were watching the live show, or if you listen to the, uh, ultimate mock draft, or if you were on Twitter, the night of the draft and follow locked on, you would know, that I, like, before I even knew where he'd go, I said, Trey Mann, steal of the draft. Getting a possibly starting guard in his rookie year at 18 overall, steal, like, immediately there. Like, he immediately secures himself as the steal of the draft, or at least a top three steal of the draft, which I love you, Trey, but it's kind of ironic because he's not going to have a lot of steals. <laughs> um, sorry, I love you, but I, I can't avoid a terrible joke or a terrible pun. Like it, It's just it's something that is beyond me. I don't have power over it. I'm sorry. I apologize, but at the same time, I don't at all. Think the Gators have a shot at the Natty this year? If you're confident, Bet Online currently has plus 2,800 odds, and I'm just saying I'm going to take them. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Bet online even covers award shows, TV shows, and obviously most important, reality TV. Like, oh my God, can you miss any of that? No, can't, can't look away. Um, with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine, it's the best way to place your bets, and it's 100% free to sign up. Head to the website today or use your mobile device, which is how I like to use it, to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure to use promo code LOCKEDON, that is L-O-C-K-E-D, no space, 
O-N. And to wrap up today's show, we're talking about, we're like, we're looking into the crystal ball here. Um, 2022 Florida Gators recruiting targets. I figured I would take us through the top four. Um, I chose four because these are all five-star players that are considered top targets for the Florida Gators in the 2022 recruiting class. Um, again, like that have not uh, committed officially to anything. So we're going to take a look at guys that could be making plays for the Gators as early as next fall. And like, I realize like we, we haven't started this football season yet, but like next fall, like time flies, dude. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is, but time is a flying. So next fall we'll be here before you even know it. And hopefully I'll still be here too. <laughs> and first up, we've got five-star defensive lineman, Walter Nolan, boy dummy thick <laughs> walter nolan is six foot four 300 pounds has fantastic like that is already nfl size and he's gonna get bigger obviously like he's in high school right now he's going to work with an with a college strength and conditioning staff and get i mean he sure he might not get bigger but he's gonna get stronger we know that uh there is interest from walter nolan with the gators uh he released a top five that is alabama Florida, Georgia, Michigan, and Tennessee. Um, I don't know why the hell he'd want to go to Tennessee um, or Michigan, really. Like at least Alabama and Georgia can claim that they're like good schools. Um, but Walter Nolan has a ton of power already. Again, like it's hard to get tape on these guys, but like I got what I could and I watched what I could. Uh, Walter Nolan, ton of power early. Like that's the biggest takeaway from him. And like with all these guys, I'm gonna I'm not going to be able to go too in depth uh, because of course there's not a ton of tape and they're still like entering their high school senior year. But Walter Nolan just overpowers, dude. It's like off rip. And of course, he's uh, almost definitely not going to be able to do that <laughs> in college. But at least early on in high school, he's just putting power to dudes, and like it's it's amazing to watch him do like high school athletes when you get like a great high school athlete that it's beautiful to watch their highlights uh, or their tape in general because like they just are dominant uh we've also got five-star linebacker harold perkins on here he's listed at six two and a half 200 pounds so an inch and a half shorter than walter nolan but a hundred pounds lighter uh harold perkins does have an official visit set for september 17th in gainesville so Obviously, there is interest between Harold or mutual interest between Harold Perkins and the Florida Gators. Uh, right now, on the twenty-four-seven, like uh, the crystal ball predictions, uh, Perkins is expected or predicted, I guess, to sign with Texas A&M. But like, we're still a decent way out of here. Uh, and Harold Perkins is a guy like he's just a ball of athleticism. Like when I got what I got to see from him, he doesn't have like a ton of uh, a ton of technique. He doesn't have a ton of um, I don't want to say not a ton of awareness, but like he he's out of position and his athleticism makes up for it. And he has no real role that he's like dead set into. He has an insanely high ceiling. Like that, like he can play edge. He can play uh, just stand up like off ball linebacker. Like he he's got a ton of tools. And honestly, at his size. He could probably play like a box safety role too. Um, 
because he's not like he's the size of like some NFL corners. Um, obviously, I don't think he's that athletic where he can do that, but like he he can play a bit of safety too. So like we've got a guy who can play multiple roles. Like it's like Dewan Black. Like he can play multiple roles. He has nothing carved out for him. That's probably gonna hurt him as a prospect, but like people are gonna love him and even if he doesn't get drafted as high again we're talking way out but like this is kind of leaning towards perkins and black um that like even if he doesn't get drafted high he can still carve out a role for him and have a long career so not super worried about that uh next up speaking of guys that could play safety um five-star safety kamari wilson six foot one 195 pounds which if you're keeping track that's only an inch and a half shorter uh than harold perkins and only five pounds lighter than Harold Perkins. Uh, there is interest from Kamari Wilson uh, to the Gators. His top six is Florida, Florida State, yuck, Georgia, yuck, LSU, yuck, Miami, yuck, and Texas A&M, yuck. Uh, so Texas A&M, Georgia, going to be schools that we see a lot of uh, competition between with these Southern guys. Uh, Texas is probably going to join now as well because, like, you know, Mello was here last week, and Mello was like, oh, like, recruits aren't like oh i need to go play in the sec like i think they are um i think that's a legitimate thing and now like texas is gonna be fighting for these southern prospects too so be it man like come get it like i'm still confident in florida too even if we don't have these like insane recruiting classes um at the time that they are signing i'm still so confident in the gators to get more bang for their buck i'll say um Kamari Wilson, big hitter, and like dude has a quick trigger to get downhill. And like that's that's what we love. Like he's gonna lay people to waste. Like I can't wait to be watching a Gators game if Kamari Wilson becomes a Gator. Or honestly, wherever he goes, because I'm gonna eventually end up watching him just as a draft prospect. Um I can't wait to watch him just like blow up a screen or a swing. Like just watch him come down and annihilate a running back because that's the kind of guy Kamari Wilson is. He doesn't have amazing size, but like he plays bigger than he is. So like once he gets a few years with a strength and conditioning staff that can actually build him up, he's going to be a menace to society. Like it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Uh, last, we have an offensive player finally, wide receiver Evan, Evan Stewart, uh, six feet tall, 175 pounds. Um there's predictions on 24 7 that have him listed between florida and texas as as the predictions or as his landing spots for his commitment uh evan stewart is a just dynamic athlete like literally a track athlete with just a world of potential as a receiver or as a just big play uh player really like and whether he's lined up receiver running back i don't care if he could produce he could produce um He's also less than a half a second away from the 100-meter Texas high school record. Like, this like this dude is fast, with a capital fast. Like, he is insane. Uh, I, I am just so stoked to watch any of these guys really wind up with the Gators. Like, there's a ton of potential here. Even if we get one of them, like, that's a big name. And that's something like we're going to love and we're going to keep an eye out on. But that about does it for today's episode of Locked On Gators. Join me tomorrow as we talk about Bradley Beal 
and his possible landing spots if he were to leave the Washington Wizards. Once again, my name is Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all of my written work with Whole Nine Sports. This is W-H-O-L-E-N-I-N-E Sports. Be sure to check out Locked On HBCU. I'm saying it again. Hosted by Reggie Flood, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Lockdown HBCU debuted Monday, and we are so excited and so happy and so honored to have it. Like, it's going to be awesome. Betting on the Gators doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Lockdown Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. Follow the Lockdown Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.